ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a fantastic show for you today. We welcome on the one and only Nate Badan. He is a um, Dallasite through and through. Uh, he spent some time in Nashville. He's really heavily involved in the music scene, both in Dallas and Nashville, as a producer um, and a drummer. We're very excited to have him on. He's an incredible dude that not only loves music, but can literally talk ears off about many things. So without further ado, here's our great friend, Nate Badan. We are um, happily joined by the one and only Nate Badan. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have uh, a legendary Dallasite on the podcast. I'm no, I'm no <laughs> legend. <laughs> I'm just old. <laughs> a lot of people like to consider you a legend, so hey. how about that? Well, I'll take it. <laughs> Nate, start off. Just give us a, a little a tidbit about yourself. Tell us, what, what do you want the people to know? Uh, my name is Nate, and my last name is Wadan. It's Sedan with a W. Um, I've been playing in Dallas music scene since I was uh, 14, 15 years old. Um, I've done pretty much everything you can in this scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's, nice. it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, made a lot of records, met a lot of cool people, um, played a lot of really fun shows along the way. And now that I've just moved back from Nashville, I continue to do the same thing yes sir yeah always killing it i've always loved following you and and uh following your work thanks going to your shows and everything it's been it's been a blast over the years i appreciate it we've known each other for a long time so it's it's nice i was thinking about that earlier has it been going on is it going on 30 years we met at church originally how old are you i mean i'm 28 (laughs) but I met you when you were... But obviously our families are friends, so yeah. we kind of go on more often. I mean, yeah, it's got to be going on 30. Yeah. For sure. It's pretty wild. That is that's wild. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. That is a long time, man. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, So yeah, you were born and raised in Dallas, right? No, I was born in Wichita, Kansas. That's right. Um, And then I moved down here pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my father was, is a preacher. Yep. And so once I was born, we moved down here pretty fast to Arlington. Yeah, and bounced around uh, like Oklahoma and Colorado, but okay, I landed here back here when I was ten, and I, I tell people I did my important years here. Yeah. You know, like I learned how to play drums here, I learned how to talk to girls here. You know, the, <laughs> the important thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. Drums and girls. Yeah. <laughs> um, PK, shout out. I like that very much. So, yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump right on into the music part. Yeah. Where did uh where did the ma- the passion for music come from? Where did it originate from? I feel like I've had it for forever. My um my mother's father, so my grandpa Jack, he he grew up playing bass and honky tonks like all throughout Oklahoma and Kansas and nice. and then when he found the Lord he started singing in like these gospel bands, you know, started like traveling doing that and uh, my mom was always singing. My sister's always singing. There's always a piano in the house. But I was yeah. I was super big into sports at the time. I loved basketball. I loved baseball, and I still do. Um, but I was playing them a lot. And then when I moved to Dallas, um, this was the first church we had that had drums in it. And <laughs> the guy Rick Colclaser, as you know as well, Darian, yeah. um, he 
after begging him, I had to ask him three times, like <laughs> literally begging him, like, please show me something on these drums. Yeah. Um, and he showed them to me. And right at that time I was listening to punk rock music and it kind of all just exploded. Yeah. And that's all I could think about was just music and drums and traveling and just doing all this and and for better for worse that's what i ended up doing yeah yeah. love it man sorry dad (laughs) (laughs) why do you say that expand he he wasn't he wasn't too keen on me playing drums at first he wanted me to yeah i was a pretty good baseball player oh yeah he wanted me to pursue that and um or like go into the ministry yeah you know um I remember I got my first drum set was this old drum set I found in the closet at Marsh Lane. Mm-hmm. And I begged him if we could just bring it home. And so one day we finally brought it home, but I had to set it up in the garage. There was no hi-hat and there was no crash symbol, but I found a symbol. <laughs> and, and I, it's accurate, really accurate. <laughs> and like I, I, I hung it from the rafters in our garage by a rope. And every time I'd hit it, that thing would just come straight at my neck. And like... <laughs> I have to like duck and move. Just it's like I don't know, yeah. so, but it it never deterred me, and I just kept going. And I finally, after three years of playing, got a hi hat for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Just playing on just like playing on your thigh for hi hat. No, I had like a trunk with like an old tambourine sitting on top of it. Okay, oh, nice. So, <laughs> yeah, that works. yeah. So, I had to do what I did and. I would go up to the church and play on the big kit there, but Rick would always get mad at me if I was moving stuff around, you know, yeah. breaking things, which is fine. I get it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. It all kind of snowballed from there. And yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Nice. Now we're talking about it. Yeah. For those that don't know, Marsh Lane is uh, the church our families pretty much grew up in mm-hmm. over the years uh, in North Dallas. It's Marsh Lane Baptist Church. So shout out, shout out to you good people over there. <laughs> Uh, let's hang here on the drums here for a bit. Is that cool with you, Martin? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Because you're a drummer too, right? I yes. am, yeah. yeah. So I know the struggle of like not having a yeah. complete drum set or a drum set <laughs> it's at the all. worst. <laughs> Living in an apartment complex my whole life, you know, yeah. I'm always drumming on pillows and, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and couches or, or beds, sheets. Makes your diddles up. faster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Work out those uh, forearm muscles. Drum nerd joke. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, so we've got the room full of drummers right now. So love this it. Is nice. This I love nice. it. Bass drummers, too. Did you play bass drum? I didn't. No, I played snare. Okay. I was I, on the bass. I made it all the way around. I, I did mine backwards. I started on tenors, then I went to snare, then I went to top bass. <laughs> top yeah, bass. Senior year, my director, Miss Schmidt, shout out. I love her. <laughs> she uh, she asked me, she was like, hey, what do you want to do this season? I was like, give me that top bass. It's the smallest. <laughs> and you still get to do Small, like yeah. all the cool snare riffs oh, yeah. and all the say, splits and stuff. So. The top drum plays all those licks. For it's sure. fun. And it it's is. the lightest. And as you know, marching in a hundred million degree heat, yeah, like, yep, that light heat. drum is real nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah. For sure. And like you said, you can play all the things that the snares are playing and then mm-hmm. join in with the splits with the rest of the That's line. Fun, so. yeah. yeah. It's super fun. Yeah, that is a fun drum. But I was always on the bottom, so yeah, yeah. I was yeah, tugging around. Now, exactly. I carry the big ones. now I have lower back <laughs> problems because of it. So For sure. <laughs> yeah. I got real lucky, man. Our, our drum line instructor, uh, his name is Doug Bush. Um, he is now well-known uh, percussion instructor in North Texas and just in the world. Like he has, a, I'm pretty sure he has his own mallet. I, know, I was about to say really. I know he he's. I know he's written a book called the Book of Five Drums. Um, really, 
Yeah, he's he's incredible. He went to White, right? He did go to White, and then when he was touring DCI, he would come back to White and be our drum our oh, drumline instructor. Then he crucial. went on to UNC, and now he has a team. I think he'd say Isla, I-S-L-A. It's him and his wife, who's an incredible uh, marimba player, like four mallet. And oh, yeah. They're like a tag team, and they nice like you just google all their drum lines and it's just top <laughs> yeah top notch that's uh, good couples who play together stay together uh, yeah <laughs> i actually believe the opposite of that i've i've never wanted to date a musician really ever in my life yeah wow uh, okay because i mean how awkward would it be if they suck you know oh, yeah. and you're just like yeah babe sounds good <laughs> or if they're, or just if they're just so much better than you too <laughs> oh yeah if yeah, they're better than like, oh you it's even worse <laughs> my wife's winning grammys and i'm over here too, like, <laughs> yeah. barely even making it for ourselves yeah um my wife's got a really good clap <laughs> nice she, yeah. she can clap on the twos yeah. and fours i've i've and it's loud <laughs> nice. like it's good and i've done some home recordings where i'm like hey babe come over here like let's just let's go twos and fours and she loves it it's great <laughs> nice so, yeah. that's awesome yeah. So the drum set, let's have a little fun here. Rank your top five pieces on the drum set. Pieces? Yep. I mean, number one, snare drum. Yep. Like your snare drum is your voice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love my snare drum. I got a Black Beauty, Ludwig Black Beauty, fourteen by six and a half, and I I cheat. I tune like it's a ten lug, so seven of the lugs are tight, but the bottom three are just finger tightened. Okay. So it gives you this real fat like. Almost like you're hitting a notebook. Yeah. You know, just like, yeah. Nice. You know, yeah, it's fun. I um, like it. Then the kick drum has to be good. You know, that depends on what you're playing though, because mm-hmm. you can't you can't take a metal kick drum and drop it into like a Rustin Kelly song, like an yeah. Americana type song. You yeah. Know? So I see. You want like a well versed. I love like a 24 by 14, so it's bigger but shorter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. So that's. Mm. And then your cymbals are a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your toms, drum drum nerds might hate me for this. A tom <laughs> sounds like a tom. Yeah. You know, like you're not really gonna like get much out of it. Yeah. Like, to put a different head on if you want. I like putting like chamois on them in the studios to kind of get that real dead. Um, Dave Cobb comes to mind. You ever listen to like Dave Cobb records, like yeah. uh, uh, Tyler Childers? Oh or, yeah, yeah. Jason Isbell or mm-hmm. you know Chris Stapleton, like those those dead drum yeah. sounds, like that to me, that's where my head's at right now. Okay. So, yeah. That and then the total opposite is the drummer for my morning jacket. Like his sound is incredible. I think he's one of the most underrated drummers right now. I could see that. Patrick Hallahan, I yeah. think is his name. They're blowing up, by the way. They've been blowing up. Yep. I love them. I I hope that answers your question. Yeah. <laughs> It does. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I thought you were uh, going to ask, like, kits, but, yeah. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's nice. No, no, no. Um, where does your music, like, the creative side come from? So, you were mentioning, uh, good question. like, your family and stuff, but, like, is there any outside artists? Yeah. Um, I mean, at first, when I first started, it was just all drummers, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I was a big, like, Chad Sexton fan, so I was listening to a lot of 311 yeah, I loved Neil Peart, so of course I was listening to Rush. Mm. I loved Bonham, so there's a lot of Zeppelin in there. But as I started to mature and started like writing in bands and stuff, more tones started to 
I become guess important. Get into my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I wanted it to sound cooler instead of the chops I was playing. You know, so like that's when the switch came from. Like, let me throw this sweet, you know, sex tuplet for over the bar fill in and, and just let me sit in this groove and let the guitars move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like a really good bass tone really inspires me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess, and then when I moved to Nashville, all that just became so much more blown up because everybody out there is so good and they sound so good oh, because man. they just, that's all they care about. Mm-hmm. You know? So we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely <laughs> get into that. Um, but yeah, so, I guess a lot of my inspiration comes from tone, and I'm a big lyric guy. Like lyrics have to, they have to mean something. Like I can't get behind, I can't get behind weak lyrics. Like it has to mean something important. It has to mean something good for me to really toss my hat in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, drummers want to show off that skill of like. For sure. Showing their chops. The gospel yeah. chops is what uh, everyone likes to call them. I watch those videos all the yeah. time. They're yeah. great. <laughs> they're, they're great to look at, but definitely, yeah. like, I mean, you're in a band, so, like, fitting with For the sure. band is the number yeah. one important thing. Like, it's nice yeah. that you can chop out and go hard, but yeah. it's also nice that you can sit in the pocket and yeah. let other people shine. So Now, if I were to ask to be in a gospel band, I would be real hard-pressed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if you want me to be your guy. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want it to sound mellow and sweet, give me your call. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I like it. Are you a perfectionist in the studio? Not at all. Or a perfectionist on the stage? Not at all. Okay. You yeah. go with the flow, you like I, it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a perfectionist in any part of my life, really. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, like in the studio, especially. Like, I like little weird nuances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can talk about this guy, but Ryan Adams, he has. Like, if you just listen to that album, Heartbreaker, there's just, like, so many out-of-tune notes on the harmonica, but it just sounds so cool, Yeah, you mm-hmm. know? Um, live, if it happens and if you can't laugh with it, you're going to get stuck, yeah. you know? And it's going gonna, it's gonna to mess you up, and so you just have to laugh at it and move on, you yeah. know? And so I just kind of let it, let it flow, let it move, and yeah. so it, it takes the pressure off. I've played with people who are perfectionists and I love it and I love their attention to detail and it makes me like rise up to the occasion, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm more comfortable when everything is just, as Zach Wilkerson says, a ham, no, he says a jam sandwich, a ham and cheese, no, a jam and cheese sandwich. That's what he calls it. Okay. He's like, it's just a jam and cheese sandwich, man. It's like, all right. <laughs> I like it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were you uh, always like that, like since you first started, or? Yeah, I've always been pretty. I've always been pretty mellow in my life, and so that just kind of came over in my playing. Mm-hmm. Um, like for sure, like in drumline, back to drumline. Like you want to be tight, but that's because you're a part of a team. Mm-hmm. You know, like you want your team to be tight, and you know, you want your band to be tight. Obviously, like I, I play to a click. I love that. I, I love being on it, but I push and pull that click. You know, like I'm. I I just I like to have it around. Yeah. You know, just um, as a reference. But yeah, it's like, like I said, nowhere in my life am I a perfectionist. I'm pretty laid back. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's why, that's why I love my wife. Like she raises me up to that bar. You know, because she is. I wouldn't say perfectionist, but she's. 
she's damn near close, mm-hmm. you know? And so she helps me like come up to that bar and yeah. I help her like mellow out a little bit. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. It works out. Yeah. Gotta have that balance. I think that's, yeah, that's a really sure. good chemistry right there. Yeah. Um, so you not only are a drummer, you are also kind of a, a producer, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you're in the studio, how are you as a producer versus a drummer? That's a good question. I, to me, it's all the same, you know, because mm-hmm. once I started producing, my drumming kind of became my producing tool. Mm-hmm. You know how there's a lot of great producers, um, especially in this town, but like they use the piano as their tool, you know, and it's, and it's easier with the piano or like a note instrument, you know, but with my instrument, I, I can set a tone more with it, you know, like a more of a vibe with it. And so it, once I started producing records and music and stuff, like my drumming changed because I was hearing things differently. And so I'd like to say they're one and the same, but I don't know, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it just kind of, it affected everything that I do in the studio. Yeah. Once I started looking at everything through the eyes of a, of a producer. And so, and it's, it's been the greatest thing that's ever happened to me musically. Yes. And it's been fun, you know, and I've been lucky enough to be around really good producers that have helped me like push me into it, but also that like inspired me. Yeah. You know? No, for sure. Nice. Uh, do you have like a memorable moment, no other in the studio or, uh, or on stage? Of, tons of memorable. You want to share with us one? Um, you want studio or stage? How about one of each? Yeah, one of each. Um, in the studio, was, man, I think twelve or thirteen. Uh, I was playing with the guy Jesse Anderson under the moniker Bad Mountain, and uh, Bo Bedford was producing it, and Jason Burt was at the helm. Where was this? Engineering at Modern Electric. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and we're playing, you know, and it's kind of like this old timey stuff, you know. And um, our friend Daniel Kramer walks in, mm-hmm. and he had—I don't know if he had just started playing piano, but he just started taking it serious. And we're in the control room, and Kramer just sits down on the piano and just annihilates these songs just like <laughs> one take like is that good and all of us are like yes absolutely <laughs> like and like to me like that was that's when i started to get to know him and now just watching him rise to yeah. where he is now it's so cool you know mm-hmm. so that was a good it's a good studio moment and <laughs> some t-gent stuff huh yeah yep i mean and his solo stuff and yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. incredible yeah um and then stage, it's just anytime I'm on a stage with Amber Ferris and David Ponder, oh, I'm yeah. just I'm laughing constantly. <laughs> like it's just it's just so funny. But we when we were touring, we, we used to always joke about like playing the salad bar at the restaurant, you know. <laughs> and we literally walked into this place in Casper, Wyoming one time and they're like, You can set up by the salad bar right over there. No way. <laughs> and we <laughs> lost it full circle <laughs> and at the time at the time the i think the nba playoffs were going on and we look up and there's leon bridges and the lebron james commercial we're like oh great wow <laughs> good for you leon <laughs> yeah right as we're like picking croutons out of the salad bar <laughs> yeah, yeah here buddy i mean i love leon he's a good friend and i 
all respect him and love. It was just one of those moments. You, yeah. You're a thousand miles away from home. You're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> Where have I gone wrong with my it's life? Just like, whoa, whoa, maybe dad yeah. was right. Maybe I should have done baseball for sure. <laughs> Literally need to go home, get my life right, like go to church. Like I need to do something. That's funny. Yeah. Chowing down on croutons. Love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so you mentioned really quick, kind of sidetracking here. Sorry, Martin. You mentioned Amber and David. Mm-hmm. Are you playing with them at the Kessler here in a couple weeks? Mm-hmm. You absolutely are. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. One hundred percent. October twenty eighth. Yep. At the Kessler Theater with the O's. Um, so it'll be me, Amber, and David. And then our buddy Matt is playing keys, and our buddy Cole is playing bass. So nice! It'll be a fun. It'll be a fun throwdown. Somebody's so, darling, shout out to y'all. Somebody's darling. Yeah, get your tickets because I think it's, I think it's getting close. What's the state so. with the band right now? They just kind of come back every once in a while and play a couple shows here and there. Yeah, okay. um, Mike, our original key player, Mike Talley, is living in New York. He's working at Steinway in New York. He's a piano tech wow. for Steinway. Nice. That's cool. Wade Kofer, our bass player, who's an incredible musician all around. He's now a like a guitar luthier and a guitar tech at a store in Nashville called Vintage, uh, Carter Vintage. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if if you're a guitar head, you know exactly what Carter Vintage is. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Um, Amber's living in L.A. making music. Um, she just put out a, a solo single not too long ago that I got to play on called Full Moon City High. If you just look her up on spotify amber lee ferris yeah um or actually i think it's burr ferris now i'm not for sure it's around there just look up full moon city high (laughs) you'll find it yeah it's really cool nice um and david and i are here david's booking bands and really just kicking ass at life and i just moved back and settled back in so yeah so we me amber and david just kind of whenever we feel it we'll come together like hey let's play a show let's do it up nice nice that's cool it's fun. Love it. Plus Kessler, man. You can't beat that place. Man, I love the Kessler. Yeah. Like, especially if you take the tables out, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's incredible. Like, they've done a lot of cool stuff. I just heard the the owner, one of the owners of the Kessler just bought the Longhorn Ballroom in Fort Worth. Really? Oh, wow. That'll be sick. Yeah. That'll be cool. Like, the place, like, the Sex Pistols played there a long yeah. time ago. So, it seems pretty cool. Dude, what a blessing to be able to... As a music venue owner, be able to buy another one at this point in time. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. When I read it, I was like, good Lord, man. <laughs> right. How did you do that? <laughs> we all almost died. Like, for real. Yeah. Praise God for that. Yeah, That's cool. For sure. Um, okay. A little bit back here on track. We talk about you're kind of on the road right now with Zach Wilkerson, correct? Mm-hmm. And that's still kind of new, right? Yeah, it's very new. I've only played seven shows with him. Okay. And it's... And it's fun. Seven shows, one rehearsal, and there's never a set list, and and everything's like always like it's either faster or slower than the record. I always tell Zach, I was like, "Well, it's on the record." And he's like, "That's your problem. <laughs> You're listening to the record." I was like, "All right, you I'm know. not a perfectionist. I guess I signed up for this." Right? Yeah, I mean, so it, it works. It works very well. Yeah. And so, um, if if you don't know who Zach Wilkerson is, I highly suggest checking him out. He's He's got one of the most powerful voices I've ever I've ever heard in my life. It's really it's literally magic. Like 
like we we do this song the first song i've ever said is incantation one and the minute he hits the first note with his voice every head in the place just turns around whoa what is that sometimes i feel like every little thing's gonna be Catches them like that, and yeah. it's fun. Yeah. So maybe we'll put some of that over, uh, over the, over this, over this. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's it's great. Cool. That's man. also, I mean, I'm assuming a pretty cool show to go watch because if he's always doing something different, I mean, no two shows are alike. So it's, you'll definitely it, have a unique one if you go watch. It's them. very jam band in that way. Like nice. it's, it's a it's a unique show for sure, and it's it's fun, and it's he can. Not only can he sing, he can write a song and he can play guitar. And our bass player Cole, we're mainly a three piece. We'll we'll play the keys every once in a while, but our bass player Cole is incredible. Mm-hmm. Just mad, mad bass man. Yeah, and he can hit those like high harmonies, like those high old bluegrass harmonies. Yeah, that is so pretty. Yeah, like, it's, it's very cool. So That's we're it. we're actually playing. I'm sorry, Martin. We're actually no, playing October 22nd at Love and War in Plano. Okay. All right. So. Come that's, check that out yeah. if y'all want to. That's yeah, good times for sure. Um, touching base on touring. You mentioned you're in uh, at that salad bar in the middle of nowhere and <laughs> up in uh, God knows where, and uh, you're kind of doing a little bit here with Wilkerson. What's mm-hmm. it? What's it really like? What's life really like on the road? You're waiting. Yeah. All the time. Okay. Like you're in the van and you're waiting to get there. <laughs> okay. You get there and you're waiting to sound check. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you're waiting to play. <laughs> then you're waiting to get paid. Okay. Then you're waiting to load out. Okay. No, like it's it's a bunch of just waiting around. Yeah. So you have to bide your time somehow. Yeah. You know, so. So it's not dreamy and magical like the people say it is and the movies portray it to be. I mean, once you get up to a certain level, I guess it's a lot cooler. Yeah. Like if you're the Stones, Makes I guess sense. it's like super cool. Yeah. But me having no money, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I I can't just like go on a shopping spree you know like sure jay-z could or anything but <laughs> yeah. yeah but it is fun like it's you you live this weird life that nobody really gets and you kind of have your own rules mm-hmm. in it you know and mm-hmm. and it's I, I don't know it's it's hard to explain but you can get away with just a little bit more than a normal person can and it's that's a lot of fun yeah <laughs> especially if you do it right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah for sure it's um like there's little tips and tricks you pick up, like how to get free hotel rooms, like how to get free drinks if they're not giving them to you, you know, just little things. But yeah, yeah, I love it. It's it's great, and it's, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so if you're always waiting around, what's something that you uh, go to while you're waiting? Um, our phones. Your phones. <laughs> yeah. Um, our phones. Um, I like to. If we're playing like in the city, I like to walk around mm-hmm. you know, and just check out, you know, just check out the local food or like local beers or, um, you know, a hangout. Or if there's like if we're in New York City, especially just you, there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. You oh, yeah. know? But if you're in Kent, Ohio, there's not much to do. <laughs> you know, so you're just 
You're just kind of stuck, just walking around. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> looking I'm, at cows or looking yeah. at corn. <laughs> I'm trying to convince Zach to let me bring my golf clubs. Yeah, nice. Just, just go. Like, hey, we got six hours to kill here. I'll I'll be For right real. back, guys. For real. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, can you talk about some of uh, your favorites? Whether it be like a producer or another musician, another drummer. For uh, sure. Art painter. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's funny. You mentioned painting and I'm going to say Picasso just because I went to an exhibit of his in Nashville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Like nice. incredible. Yeah. And I always thought, and this is, this is me and a lot of people may laugh at this, but when I thought, when I thought Picasso, I thought like this old Renaissance, I didn't know he was painting until the seventies. You know, like our yeah, like, yeah. That's news to me too. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I think our parents <laughs> like were alive when like his last great stuff came out. You know, it's yeah. like it's really crazy. <laughs> yeah, but, it is. <laughs> um, but just seeing like like how he influenced everything with like his cubism and stuff, and I, it was I don't know, it was it was really great. And just looking at just when you're in the presence of greatness. Mm-hmm. Like up, like a Picasso is like, it can't help but inspire you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know anything about art like that, like paintings and stuff. I don't know anything about it, but I can tell you that it's magical and it, mm-hmm. that it's important. You know, so that was cool. Um, drummer wise, there's so many great drummers, man. But there's one here in town named Mackenzie Smith who is just absolutely ridiculous. He plays for Midlake and Banquet. Um, he plays on a lot of stuff that's coming out of Modern Electric. Like, like he did Paul Coffin's recent record. Oh, cool. Um, he did St. Vincent. Like, he's just... Oh, he's really? A, yeah, he's an incredible, incredible drummer. Um, I like him. Producer-wise, I... I love working with Bo Bedford. He's great. Yeah. Um, ben Garrett from Nashville for Iron Range. He's an incredible producer, an incredible musician to work with. Yeah. And uh, my favorite engineer is in Nashville. His name is Zach Zink. He, uh, he's out of a place called Smokestack. And he is just, he's inspiring. You know, like, it's like, hey, I want to sound like this. And then two seconds later, he's like, hit it. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. (laughs) You did it. (laughs) Yeah. And then he's always like, well, what if we make it sound like this? And it's just cool. Let's go. Roll tape. (laughs) Like, it sounds awesome. So That's cool. Anybody that's good at their craft is inspiring. Yeah. And it's fun. So, And I imagine you've come across a lot of good folks. For sure. Bouncing back and forth, especially between Dallas and Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, Nashville really has a has a really good way of humbling you. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, because like the dude that's driving for Uber is probably ten times a better drummer than you are, you know. And it's and it's that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's great and and it's fun. And there's a lot of there's a lot of killers out there, and I will always love my time there, and I will always love my friends that I made out there. It's good times. Nice. Yeah. I can imagine the few times I've been in Nashville, I've been in love with it. So, we if, hung out one time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever found myself moving there, I, I wouldn't hesitate. So, any old Tennessee Titans. That's right. <laughs> so let's the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to really talk about it. We'll get into that later. <laughs> so you've been immersed in both the Dallas and Nashville music scenes. Mm-hmm. 
talk about some similarities, differences. How do they? How does Dallas relate to the Music City? If my national friends hear this, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Dallas is just tougher. Like really? not not in a harder sense of making it because it's actually easier to make money here as a musician. Yeah, but the attitude, the vibe, it's just it's a little more stronger. It's just a little more grittier. Okay. You know? Yeah, and and that works for me. Yeah, you know, I, I love that toughness vibe. Um, Nashville, everything's clean and perfect and precise, and uh, it's very creative. Like the best songwriters I've met in my life are in Nashville, you know? Um, And so, I mean, they're both similar in that way too. Like both has very creative sides to it. Nashville just has a, it has this thing on it where it's like, what can you do for me? Mm. You know, like how can I use you to get to the next person or to get Mm. to the next thing, you know? And not everybody has that experience there, but I definitely had that experience. And again, I love all my friends that I've met there, but I feel like when you're playing here, it's not about that. It's just about like, you know, let's play the best we can. Let's make this money. Like, and let's, let's just be awesome. You know, yeah, let, yeah. let's have fun with it, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's, it's a lot for me. It's a lot stress. like, it's a lot more stress-free Okay. in Dallas. Yeah than it is in Nashville. I know? see that. So, yeah, I see it to an extent. But they're both killer players on both sides, yeah. both killer studios on both sides. Um, Nashville, is, 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 there's a lot of business there. Yeah. There's a lot of business, like music business, but, you know, so I will be always be going back to Nashville just because that's what it is. But Yeah, for sure. You know, Texas is it, man. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it just has it totally. Yeah. That's yeah. why you're back, man. It's just yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. Like, <laughs> like you gotta come back. Yeah, so. Texas is Texas. Nobody can compare, really. Also, shout out to Manhattan Project Beer Company. It's Dallas's own man. It's good stuff. Man. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah, this is really good. It's stuff. So good, man. Yeah, this stuff's really good. Also, just on that topic, they have like a tap room. They have they have coffee there. They have Word. a little restaurant. So go yeah, find your way over at? there. It's in uh, West West Dallas. So like Trinity um, Oaks, no, yeah, Trinity called? Grove, Trinity Grove, Grove yeah. yeah, kind it's, of around it's, that area. It's okay. yeah, it's, it's right around there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you have uh, a certain group of people that you really like to work with while you're here, music-wise? Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. So I love being inside of Modern Electric. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, I think what they're doing in there is some of the most creative music. I've heard in a long time. Um, right now, there's a guy named Jake Quillen. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Mm-mm. The way that I I like to describe him, and I'm sorry, Jake, if you hear this and you disagree, but uh, <laughs> he sounds like a Mac Miller meets Jimi Hendrix. Whoa. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really cool. And him and Jason Burt's producing it, and the little that I've gotten to sit on that, like sit in it like i haven't played on it just sitting in the sessions it Mm. is mind-blowingly cool like it's just it's pushing the envelope but still familiar enough that it's gonna it's gonna be big Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so anytime i'm around that sort of creative group like jason burt and that whole side of things i just i feel i feel like at the top of my game yeah 
also being not the best in the room, you know, yeah. and like, that's what I love. Yeah. You know? um, always learning. Yeah. Always learning in Nashville. I love playing with the iron range guys. Um, I loved playing with the guy named Austin Plain. He was, he was incredible. Um, yeah. So there's, I also, I also have a really good buddy named Glenn Wallace that him and I kind of have this little project. We don't even know what it is. We don't know what it's called. We don't, we just get together and he's an incredible musician, but he's a guitar player mainly. And I take my little kid over to his room and we just like write and then we record it. And then we move on to the next one. You yeah, know, nice. like we yeah. don't even know what it is. It's just fun to create with them. And we've known each other for a long time, so we can bounce ideas off each other. We we, we understand how each other speaks. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I can say boom, data, boom, data. And he's like, wee, wee, wee. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> nice. You know, like, I'm a little, hit. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. play a little boom, boom, pow yeah. here. And then you just go with the wee. Yeah. He's like, okay, I got set. it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so, anybody nice. that I can converse with like that work at yeah yeah so, cool yeah so and i'm also just always looking for the next person you know like there's got to be people out there that i haven't met yet yeah that we're compatible together mm-hmm. so you can find me on jdate.com no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> so we're throwing around a lot of names you're talking about mentioning all these people yeah talk about some some of the the moments throughout your music career of like dang i can't believe i'm here working with this guy or playing with this guy or yeah or something like that talk about yeah. like who you've met along the way that you're like whoa um one of the one of the coolest things i've gotten to do was play drums for paul Cawthon. Uh, and we were on the l king tour we supported l king for about three weeks that's right i remember that and uh got to play some really cool rooms but we got to do like we played we we did two nights at the 930 club in dc mm-hmm. and that was i mean if you don't know about it the 930 is this historic rock club in washington dc it's, mm-hmm. it's incredible and then same tour we played the uh, uh the the beacon theater in manhattan and oh, wow. For the longest time, I had this Almond Brothers DVD. It's called Peeking at the Beacon. <laughs> and I, I loved it, man. It was great. And I always, and just looking at the setup, and I was like, man, I really want to play there one day. Like, it's a bucket list type thing. And, mm. and sure enough, we got there. And, you know, you have to deal with, like, New York 1, like, Union 1, which is a pain. Um, but you get there, and you go up the elevator, and everybody that's played the Beacon is like, signing the wall Whoa. and then before you walk on stage there's a plaque like to the left that shows the almond brothers band and it's a counting like like you can place numbers on it mm-hmm. and it's like 230 consecutive sold out shows i was Whoa. like oh god like, we're walking onto this yeah <laughs> and it's just it gave me such chills yeah and i was like this is this is it. I was like, dear mom, like I made it, <laughs> you know, like here we are. You're you looking know? at that time in Wyoming. Yeah. Leon Bridge is <laughs> yeah. like, okay, we yeah. finally got like, somewhere. Like I'm finally here. <laughs> we finally so, got somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was like the big, like, like one of the big, like, whoa moments. Mm-hmm. Um, another really fun thing is not really a whoa moment for a lot of people, but for me, um, there's this festival <laughs> Here in Texas, called the Goldthwaite Music Festival. No folk one. Yeah, folk one down in the, the hills. 
and it's cool and yes down in Goldthwaite and um Brandon Greeby throws it it's it's incredible and there wasn't one last year obviously because of because of COVID but before that I had played it I think six years in a row with seven different artists something like that like it's some sort of record yeah you know and (laughs) and i'm playing it again this year with zach so it's like picking it right back up so yeah so it's just like a little like again it's not a bonner or anything but it's an incredible festival with a really great lineup every year and it's just a badge of honor that i get to wear it's like like i take ownership in it almost you know so it's the little victories like that that's cool so Yeah. yeah when is that one that is October 29th. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Dang, that's Man, right you're busy the here at the end of the month. Yeah. yeah. And then the 30th, I'm back with Zach again at uh, River Road Ice House. I don't know. New Braunfels. Nice. Somewhere. Okay. So the 22nd, 28th, 29th, 30th. Like, that's, yeah. that's going to be pretty busy. Yeah. So, cool. Who's, yeah. Who else is playing at the Goldthwaite? Uh, Sir Woman is playing. Yeah. Nice. Elena Kay is playing. Sonny Sweeney's playing. Okay. Um, a couple others, so it'll be fun. But not too long ago, it was like Pat Green and yeah, um, uh, Matthew Logan Vasquez from Delta Spirit. Mm-hmm. He was there. Like it's just it's always been cool. Yeah, like there's always been really cool bands. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, and it's great. And it's for it's for the. I think the. It's some benefit and i don't want to i don't want to misquote it but there's like this huge auction there they always raise a ton of money every year but everybody gets free booze so they're just throwing money (laughs) it's great man it's and it's on this ranch and uh i just i love every minute of it that's great yeah love it what's um so you were talking about touring a lot which you do a lot of um what are two places that you've been to to play the two venues that you've been to or states cities where you're just like nice this is really cool i like being here and then what are two places that are on your bucket list that you still haven't got to yet i still haven't got to yet yeah anywhere in europe is on my bucket list Mm -hmm. yeah like anywhere over there um yeah i'd love to get over there um I love touring in Manhattan. That's just a really cool experience. Um, just to, the only reasons I've been to Manhattan is because of music, and I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I think it's fun. Um, but it's just, it's fun playing there, and it's fun playing in L.A., you know, obviously, like, these two big cities. But I really love playing in, like, Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. You know? smaller places it's smaller but it's like it's got such a taste for music and it's just it's beautiful you know mm-hmm. i like it there um anywhere in colorado is great you know? mm-hmm. yeah but Colorado. Yeah. yeah it's it's fun so i probably but i probably have to say manhattan's my favorite yeah yeah but it's tricky like after a week in manhattan i'm like get me out of here like <laughs> where did he go it starts to like close in on you like yeah. i don't <laughs> yeah Shout out to people who live there, man. I really? Just, I can't, I can't do it, man. <laughs> I, I feel you on that yeah, one. Yeah, I can't do it, but it's fun. What about the Ryman? I know you've played there. The Ryman. I forgot about the Ryman. How's that one? The Ryman's great. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Of course yeah. it is, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, That's another one we did with, with Paul and El King. And, yeah, it's just you're on holy ground at the Ryman. You know, you're, you're where 
you know, Johnny Cash has been and, you know, all of them. Yeah. You know, Waylon's been there and mm-hmm. what's his name? Hank Williams has been there. Like, it's just, yeah. like, you just, you're walking into this place and, you know, you're sitting there and you're sound checking and the sun's going down through the stained glass in the mm-hmm. top and you're just like, man, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> like, this is really weird, and, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful. I, I love the rhyme and thanks for reminding me about that. Yeah. I've, always forget about that i don't know why mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it's because it's so cool yeah it's just like no nah, you've never done that yeah well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is really cool <laughs> yeah i mean i just went and did a brief tour through there one day and i was just like man this is the best thing i've done in nashville this it's, is yeah, so it's, cool it's cool i saw nathaniel rateliff in the night sweats there oh nice um and we sat like front row in the balcony and I don't know if you've ever seen Nathaniel, but that boy can throw a show. Yeah. Like, he can, he boogies, like the band's hot. And I love it because the way that he changes guitars is like his guitar tech will bring one out, but then he'll take his off and like throw it over, <laughs> like throw it over the horn section. And his tech's back there like, whoom. You know, so when you watch him at the Ryman, he's got these high ceilings to oh, work yeah. with. So he's throwing these like $2,500 guitars just like high up there. <laughs> yeah. But it looks so cool. Like yeah. it's so visually appealing. Yeah. It's like, God, that's awesome. I, and he's I, just boogieing the whole time. I've never seen him live, but I'm a big fan of his. I yeah. love his new stuff especially. Yeah. Fort Worth, Jeff Daisy, he plays horn. He plays saxophone for him. Does he really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. A lot of Texas out there, man. A lot of Texas Seriously. on the road, yeah. It's pretty great. That's good, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. That's nice. Um, so what are uh what are some things that you're looking forward to here in the future? Do you have anything coming out you personally or anything that you're working with? Um, I don't have anything coming out right now. Um, I'm going to start some things in the next year, which I'm super excited about. So I feel like 2021 was everybody's reset year. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. okay, 2020, we lost a ton of money. We lost a ton of work. So let's go out there in 2021. Let's make some money. I feel like 2022 is going to be like, let's make records mm-hmm. all year. So mm-hmm. really excited. Put all about those that. COVID songs in the studio. Oh, and... man, I cannot wait. <laughs> you know there's some good ones out there. Hell yeah, <laughs> for sure. There's no some doubt. really good ones out there. Yeah. Some so, already released. But yeah, end of this year and next year, sure. it's gonna be full for sure. I mean, even in the movie movie industry, yep. everything's about to blow up. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about the new Game of Thrones thing coming out. The oh yeah, Boys is coming back. Oh like, nice, like all that. Like I'm mean, I'm excited for everything. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna go down that route, I mean, Yellowstone's about to come Yellowstone, out. Yellowstone, yes. Um, I mean, Ozark's gonna have their new one coming out soon. I need to catch up on Ozark. You do, but yeah, that one's a good one. It is a good one. Sometimes it's just, it's like, I got to gotta take time out. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Much. For sure. Let me rest a little bit it's here. It's a little too intense for me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No but, doubt but about it's it. great. Man. Yep. All right. We could talk about that stuff all day long. All day. We're honored to know you, Nate, and uh, we love following along with your music stuff. Man, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on this. I, I think you guys are doing a great job. Yeah. Thank you. I know a lot of people talk about doing a podcast, but mm-hmm. it's one thing to talk about it, but it's one thing to actually do it and release it out into the wild. It's releasing things out into the wild. I, I understand that. Like I've released over a hundred records out into the wild and it's, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But weird. It, it, it takes, yeah, good job guys. And it's, thank you. And it's just, it's going to get bigger and bigger and better and better. And I'm, it's an honor to be a part of this. Thank you. Appreciate you, thank Nate. You. Yeah. Thanks for those kind words. 
So, because we have a we have a note here that says Nate wants to talk about his Cowboys. So, uh, <laughs> so let's go. Have you played a, yeah. at AT and T by any chance? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> that that's on the bucket list. That, I, actually, I no, because I've been to many a concert there and it sucks. It does. The acoustic doesn't does it? Suck yeah, in there. It's horrible. It, the acoustics in there is horrible. I don't yeah. know why that people would host. Uh, I I don't either. Concerts like, there. Like I get it. Like it holds a ton of people, but yeah. That's actually why I'm I'm glad that like old Globe Life is still around because mm-hmm. now you can throw cool concerts in there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yep. I bet the new Globe Life sounds pretty good too. Probably it's not as hot. I haven't yeah. been to that one yet though. Same. Yeah. No. It's I just I, it cracks me up that it just looks like a big like tractor supply store. <laughs> it does. I mean, inside I hear is really nice, but outside is just so ugly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's unreal. You're pulling yeah. up, just like. All right, okay. that's so funny. There it is. There's yeah, a, there's a T. That's all I see. All right, let's, let's pull up. We got spoiled by the old diamond man, the mm-hmm. temple. Like, yeah. It was yep. just so beautiful. Yep. You know. Yeah. And I get it. It's hot. Nobody wants to come play here, but you know. Suck I feel up. like I earned my right as a Texas Ranger fan sitting <laughs> sitting in the outfield <laughs> during the three o'clock game. Yes. You know, I was like I earned my right to yes. call you guys bums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real, man. Yeah. It's too funny. It's unreal. Are you, so are you a Cowboy fan, Martin? I'm not. I'm not really Dang. big into sports, so oh, okay. you're on your own on this one. Yeah, we have this Dallas-based podcast where we rave about all other Dallas teams except for the Cowboys. Well, let me... Just so ha- now is your chance to tap into to me like once guess, a month. Guest host, you know? <laughs> yeah, we call you in. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's give you the floor. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about How are the they Cowboys. Doing? What's I going think. On? <laughs> And I'm going to have so much clown makeup on my face right now. <laughs> to quote David Ponder, I, I look like a clown saying this right now. I do think this team is special. Um, I'm not going to say Super Bowl or anything. Cause, well, that's new. Cause, yeah. Because yeah, there's like the Chiefs are good. The Ravens are good. Like there's too many good teams. Yeah. But what I do like about this team a lot is they seem to have – Develop this culture of unashamed and unselfish football mm-hmm. to where, like, if you pick anybody on the Cowboys as a fantasy team, it's horrible because the yeah. ball's going all over the place. It's mm-hmm. true. Everybody's getting touches. Everybody's scoring. The defense looks incredible. And we're down a bunch of players. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think Dak's a good leader. Mm-hmm. I think our schedule looks pretty light. Yeah. Um and I think we're gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you went there anyway. There it is. <laughs> I don't think so. I I I'm I will be happy with with NFC championship game. Yeah. I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Anything else beyond that is a blessing. It's manna from heaven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. That's I think I think they're fantastic. That would uh, I, I mean I agree with everything you said. I mean, Trayvon I'm not a Diggs, fan, dude. but you got to respect. You got to respect. Uh, you know, put respect where it's due, as Stephen A. Smith says. <laughs> of course, you bring him up. God, I had to, Nate. Guys, yours truly. <laughs> that that guy is. He plays that character so well. Oh yeah, it's got to be a character. He can't yeah. be that angry all yeah, the time. No, <laughs> there's no way he'd have a heart attack yeah Yeah. i do miss the uh monday morning videos coming back of him uh, cracking up at the screen uh, uh, because the cowboys pulled a big old l he's been awfully quiet yeah he has been very quiet lately (laughs) that's too funny 
How are your yeah. Titans doing? They're underwhelming. They yeah. they play up to their opponents. They play down to their opponents. It's nothing new. They beat Seattle in Seattle, and then they That's lose right. to the Jets. Yeah. You know, it's just like, well, like <laughs> yeah. come on. What are y'all doing? Right. I mean, they've been dealing with some injuries, too. So They picked up. Who did they pick up in the offseason that was good? That Julio Jones. Yeah. Yep. He's um, been hurt. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, he played the first two games, but he is dealing with a hammy, hamstring. Yeah. It's nothing new with him. Derek Henry's abuse. He sure is. You know, when I was in, living in Nashville, yeah, um, this is back when Delaney Walker was playing with them. Yeah, I was working at this like fancy wine store, and like yeah. in walks Delaney Walker. Yeah, like you can't, you, you don't can't miss him. Miss this yeah, dude. yeah, like just like massive. Yeah, and he has a guy that he normally goes to, but he wasn't there, and he was like, "Do you know anything about wine?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> And twenty five hundred dollars later, he's like he's, <laughs> he's walking out of the liquor store. Dang! And I was like, man, like I just spent like thirty minutes with him, like talking wine. I also did that with Reba McIntyre. Really? That was fun. Cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. What's her name? She was just on Saturday Night Live. Uh, Casey Musgraves. Oh yeah. She walked into my store. That was pretty sweet. Matt Carney walked in. Nice. Matt Castle walked in one time. <laughs> yeah. That was sweet. That's cool. Oh, Tom Hanks. I no helped way. Tom Hanks one time. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So Tom Hanks has that production company called Playtone. So any like, like if you've seen any like of the Band of Brothers, or if you've seen that thing you do, like when they put up their production, mm-hmm. like DreamWorks and Playtone, mm-hmm. like that's Tom Hanks thing. Mm. Um, so work one time on caller ID it just said Playtone. I was like, nah. So I picked it up and I was like, wine shop. She was like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm Tom Hanks' assistant. I was like, oh, so this is, okay, cool. So they bought a bunch of stuff and I had to like deliver it to the house. <laughs> and there was Tom. He's like, hey! You know? <laughs> Like, up, hey man? Ford, I mean Tom. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on, man? So he was real nice. Like, yeah. Like, over there, thank you. Just like put an envelope on the table, just like gave me a hundred dollar tip for delivering, and that was pretty sweet. Yeah. That's nice. like that's starstruck. Like right. that's big time. Yeah. Remember when COVID first came out and like Tom Hanks got it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the like, NBA shut down and then yeah. Tom Hanks got it. We were all like, oh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> like, this is horrible. It got Tom Hanks. Yeah, got, uh, no. In Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weirdest thing, man. I remember uh, that like it was yesterday, man. That was crazy. I remember like it was yesterday, but it also feels like a hundred years That's ago. True. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. What like what a weird fever dream we've all been in. Oh, no, like, seriously. For real. Uh man. That's that's insane. <clears throat> that's so, too funny. That's crazy. So Nashville's like LA or New York, but more casual. You just like see them them more often. Yeah. Just like, you know, because, you know, you you know, it's dense with type A and B celebrities. 100%. So you you just see them more often. Yeah. yeah. And I was working in a very rich part of town called Green Hills. Okay. Yeah. Like a lot of them live there or in Brentwood, which is close to it. But okay. Yeah. It's. What is what does Waylon Jennings say? Like I'm I'm too stupid for New York, too ugly for LA, so I reside in Nashville. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> kind of that, that's kind of that thing. But yeah, there's a ton of people there right now. And it's just booming, and it's it's a cool city. I think it's growing yeah. too fast. Like yeah. it's, from the six and a half years I was there, was a massive change. Really, yeah. Kind of like here to an extent. 
Yeah, but here, like, we have the infrastructure for it. Yeah. Like, we have the highway system yeah. to support growth. There you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's hard because you have, like, 24 and 40 and 65. Like, you have, like, major interstates that, mm-hmm. like, you can't really do anything about that. Okay. You know? So, just building up and filling in the spaces mm-hmm. where they can. Yeah, and it's, like, buying out old neighborhoods and pricing people out you know like it's the it's the price of progress i get it but it also it's really sad yeah Yeah. it's just the the problem we we have as americans yeah i mean you're seeing it here a little bit to an extent no cliff yeah oh yeah for For sure sure. i mean where where we bought our house in garland too like there's no way the houses we were looking at should be that much yeah but they are. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll be house hunting soon, so I'm <laughs> my looking man. forward to that. If you need a realtor, I got you. Got it. I, I, it is tough out there. Yeah. I would. I would wait. But yeah. yeah so. We'll see. We got the wedding coming up, so I think we've got another year here, and then we'll yeah. see. That should be fine. Then. Hopefully, by then, yeah, it'll start cooling down. Yeah. House hunting. What a thing, man. Like, that's <laughs> that's one thing you never think of doing when you're dreaming about playing drums and touring. <laughs> it's like buying a house. Yeah. Like, you think you'll always like, be on the road. Yeah. It's like, like, ah, it's fine. And also, like, buy a house. Like, it's a lot to think about. And it's it's easier than people think it is. And don't get me wrong. It's, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, but I remember being... 18 be like a house no like i will never be able to buy a house yeah lo and behold here we are thanks wife (laughs) (laughs) it works out but um it's awesome all right, uh, you all right. Want to close it off yeah um social media is anyone you want to shout out to or uh so uh somebody's darling like at somebody's darling on instagram all these are instagram so at somebody's darling uh october 28th at the kessler yes uh at zach wilkerson music um october 22nd at love and war um that's in plano because i will be there that's my hood yeah (laughs) um at gulfweight fest check them out and give them some love Mm -hmm. um at jake quillen give him some love okay um yeah and then mine is um it's at sedan with the w so that's s-e-d-a-n with a w that's how i like that's how i explain my last name yeah because everybody's like weeding or wedding and i'm always (laughs) like no it's sedan with the w yeah with dan yeah so yeah nice that's me and thanks for having me guys i i appreciate it this is fun yeah no problem yes sir Um, are you uh do you have any sort of contact info in case anyone wants to work with you or are you trying to work with some people that's all yeah just same through instagram Insta. yeah okay yeah it's all there like so, all right just slide in those dms man let's, <laughs> slide let's the DMs. make this happen <laughs> yeah all right well thanks nate i right, like it no nate, problem, it was guys. fun we yeah. enjoyed it thanks again for coming on yeah we appreciate you me, guys cheers cheers, cheers. Right, cheers.